Coming up on Talk is Cheap, we're going to take a look at the Wilson Dock Leak, ladies and gentlemen. High-level people in our military discussing the UFO phenomenon. Up next on Talk is Cheap. Welcome to Talk is Cheap, where cheap is talk, and talk is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dan Hofeld. Thank you so much for joining me today. On my left is none other than Mr. Pete Hallbly. Pete. Good afternoon, Dano. How's it going? Afternoon. And how's it going, planet Earth and beyond? And beyond. That's your signature. I guess, yeah, it kind of just stuck with me. It's kind of cool because I think that, like, you don't, you're you're not just constrained to being on the planet to watch the show. So I want to make sure we're not leaving anyone out. That's absolutely true. We probably got some people watching from the Pleiadian galaxy, the Arcturians. Yes, right. Yep. Because <laughs> they think this is all a joke here because the way we act as humans is pretty pretty pathetic at times. Yeah, yeah, it is. Myself included, unfortunately, with that one. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Slowly but surely, it's all happening. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give a shout-out to our voicemail before this episode. We get a lot of tips, tricks, questions, whatever you guys have. That's voicemail is one 256 510 k2d4 is the number to call in. Let us know how you're doing. Say we're a joke. Say we're cool. Say we're <laughs> stupid. Whatever you want to yep, do. Yeah, whatever you'd like. It's all there, uh, and we'll play it on the show. Uh, we'll be playing that message on our next episode, which is awesome to hear that. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, this topic was suggested by uh, Michael Landsman. He sent me an email. He said, check this out. Because there's some stuff, substance here. Now, this is the Wilson Dock Leak, ladies and gentlemen, that took place. I believe it was in June this thing dropped. Huge stuff. So I'm going to give it in a nutshell. And I want to read some. I got some parts highlighted in the document itself. Uh, so in a nutshell, what this is, the Wilson Dock Leak is a two-hour conversation between Admiral Thomas Wilson and Lieutenant Commander William Miller. And Dr. Eric Davis was writing this down in 2002, but the conversation between those two military people took place in 97. Interesting stuff was said because what happened was Admiral Thomas Wilson wanted oversight over the back engineering of the UFO stuff. And basically they told him, hey, you can't have access to yeah. that. And he got upset. He's like, he demanded <laughs> that he get let in on it. And they yep. wouldn't do it. So, but we're talking 22 years ago, 97, right? This took place. Yep. I'm not that quick with math, so yeah. uh, <laughs> I'll take so, your word for it. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, so Admiral Wilson, he was in the U.S. Navy. He was a director of the DIA from the, the Defense Intelligence Agency. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to ask. From 99 to 2002, and then a director of intelligence for Joint Chiefs of Staff from 97 to 99. Again, these notes that I'm going to be showing on here are taken between uh, Wilson and Dr. Eric Davis because he was just reiterating it and getting it written down. But he was a scientist uh, in the 1990s, 
and he worked for the National Institute for Discovery Sciences. Oh. And, oh, that was owned by Robert Bigelow. Dude, that's get, so cool. Where's my... What, do you think Bigelow would ever come on the show? Hell no. Too, too high profile? A, not unless I was a sexy woman, maybe. Really? I don't know. I'll try to get him on. See if he does. And... You know, I should. <laughs> I should. We were just talking about that before he went on the air. Because he's the one that actually says that there's an ET presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he rubs elbows with some serious uh, players in the government and businesses that too. He does. So. Yep. He seems like a cool guy to he does. hang out with. Um, he was a former owner, of course, of Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. So this doctor. So B- Bigelow, he doesn't own the ranch anymore. No, he sold it. From what I read, actually, it's been a few years now. He doesn't hasn't Has owned he? it. So, so. Dr. Eric Davis working under Bigelow, he studied Skinwalker Ranch. And he's also got close ties with Hal Putoff. Remember Hal Putoff? Ah, I don't, you don't know remember. This no. is the To the Stars Academy guy. Oh, yep, yep. And he's also researching like black holes and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So Hal, yep. Yep. So he's got a lot of uh, background in this disclosure initiative, if you will. So the big thing about this, like I said, Wilson was deputy director for intelligence for Joint Chiefs of Staffs for the Pentagon. He wanted to be in on this, read in it, because he's supposed to oversee this stuff. They said, no, you can't do it. It basically confirms reverse engineering of ET craft. And they make that apparent in here because they said, could it be from a different country? No, this is not made here. They specifically stated something about non-human or something like that, I suppose. And then it gets into a rogue part of the government that's got this whole program. They're managing it. Stephen Greer, Edgar Mitchell, the Apollo 11 astronaut. And, of course, everybody knows Stephen Greer. They want this to be brought under government oversight, the real government that the people elect. Well, you yeah, think not, you elect. Not like the <laughs> black budget government that's being run, right? Uh, the, the shadow governments and yep. stuff. Now, of course... To tie this in now, when we get into this article here, this is rumored to come from Edgar Mitchell. Excuse me, that was Apollo 14, Edgar Mitchell was. I made a mistake on that. So Apollo 14. So Edgar Mitchell passed away on February 4th, 2016. And they're believing that he had these documents. This was in there. And when he passed away, it was like somebody found it or yeah, he it was made going it through, yeah. happen. Or he made, he made sure somebody found yep. it kind of deal. And that's the thing. It's like a lot of people get threatened are in these programs oh yeah yeah it's crazy (laughs) the mysterious ways people can die when they have information um that people other people are afraid they're going to start talking about definitely so they let they have these kill switches in place because i'm on my deathbed i don't care anymore release it so then this is what a lot we're going to see a lot of this stuff especially with the ttsa initiative releasing all the uh Government knowledge mm-hmm. of the testing of the craft and stuff. So let's get into this document. It's about 16 pages. Ooh, fun. Like I said, this is rumored to come from Dr. Edgar Mitchell, Apollo 14 astronaut. I'm going to try to click through. No onions. Recorded on October 16th, 2002 by, again, Dr. Eric Davis. Now, okay, well, this took place. When Eric D- Davis met with Admiral Wilson at the E and G Special Projects Building, 
Now, that's what really interesting about that is that they also operate Janet Airports in Las Vegas. What's the Janet Airport flights, Pete? I don't know. Come on, I just said you know this one for five hundred. Where's the? Where's my... Is that like the stripper flights or something like that? Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Janet Air. Uh, they do the the flights to. Oh no, the Janet. There you go. Come flights on. right uh, with the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, flying people into Area 51, mm. 52, something like that, right? Did I get it? You got her. I yep, got it. it. All right. Woo! Yep. Hey, that, that made me feel good. That's very interesting right there off it the bat. It took a little bit. I appreciate you coaxing that out of me. It was in there. It was in there. <laughs> Jeffrey, questions? <laughs> so I'm going to skim through. Like I said, there's a lot here. I highlighted some really good stuff. Now, here is a document that was sent to Dr. Eric Davis from Willard Miller. This is talking about them engaging in the UFO research that he basically wanted to say, hey, I can kind of help out with this a little bit. I'm going to read a few paragraphs here. So he says, pending further discussion with you and Hal on your ultimate objective for having such information, I could provide the following. And I got a little, a few, really, so this is really interesting. Big, I wrote. So the number two here, actually, the name and last location of a senior officer who I believe had firsthand knowledge of U.S. government alien reproduction vehicles at Area 51 and associated locations. Number three, the names and current location of a retired senior flag rank officer who I believe was directly involved in the government interaction with a significant UFO event on the East Coast of the U.S. and I believe has, by virtue of his former leadership position, high military rank and control of significant military forces, direct knowledge of U.S. government involvement in this business. And number four here, a list of civilian government contractors who by virtue of their past and current highly classified work, current abilities, clearances, special personnel, and ge geographical areas of concern most likely have current involvement in and knowledge of U U.S. government work in alien-derived technologies, crashes, landings, and, and associated what's events. the associated events is kind of interesting. Abductions, maybe? Maybe like Roswell stuff. Or yeah, well that like crash, right? Or or maybe like just uh encounters, you know, and stuff like that. Hmm. I'm gonna skip a few more pages down here. Like I said, there's a lot. The uh document will be in the description if you want to read all the pages. Thomas uh Wilson here, he says, I wanted to know about their crash UFO program, what the role in that was what they had also asked if they heard of MJ 12 or some organization code relating to crash UFO recovery. I guess that's the way that you, a transcript of a conversation goes. I just, there's an awful lot of exclamation points used. I thought early on, at least I'm looking for more, but I no, of course not. I don't see any. Okay. Now this part was interesting here. I had to underline it and stuff here. So we got Thomas Wilson being told no U.S. Government, government personnel are to gain access unless they meet the criteria. And then Dr. Davis asked, what are the criteria? He, and then Thomas Wilson said, I asked for that, but they refused to give the answer. They operate without official oversight or any justification. Politically dangerous place to be. I didn't meet the special criteria, so, no, uh, so, no, so need to know authorization was not being granted. And they talked about a bigot list. Now, the bigot list is yeah, I was, I was who just... has access to this, these uh, programs. Most were 
program employees. Davis asks, is there any politicians? He says, no, no president, no congressional people, no congressional staffers. Just a handful of names were Pentagon individuals that he recognized. So the program manager said they were not any weapons programs, not intelligence programs, not special ops, but it go, I got it highlighted here. They were reverse engineering programs, something recovered years ago in the past. Technological hardware was recovered. They had a craft, an intact craft they believed could fly. And then he says right here, was it from overseas or not? No, could not be, not possible. It was technology that was not of this earth, not made by man, not by human hands. That is... Mm, that's interesting. For this being a big official document, this is what evidence people want. It's here. Is this enough for people now? You know, it's interesting here, Dan, too, because this was in like, what, 90... Seven is when all of this went down. This is recorded in, in 2002. Correct. It seems like by that time frame, they would have a little bit better idea. Um, you know, because haven't we supposedly been interacting with these beings for decades, if not longer? And, you know, to be in 97 and not. And I think there might be some translation issues. Well, it depends on the beings. Right. Because yeah. I, I guess there's supposed to be some that look like us that are working with us, too. But, uh, Verse, yeah, versus again, there's probably so many different sectors because no one talks to each other. And that's they, the big they, issue. And they do that for secrecy and stuff, compartmentalization. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. So maybe that's it. Is that they're just given a craft, and they, this guy, he doesn't need to know if it was from the Orion Belt, you know, or whatever. He doesn't. His job isn't to care where it came from; it's to reverse engineer it. Yeah. So goal. When you talk about compartmentalization and oh, stuff. Yep. This is the big issue with these programs because they're only getting people in there for their secrecy. If they had this open to the public, things would go a lot quicker. Oh, sure. Like, people know what they're doing. And I've, we've had that alien video where the, 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 the alien starts coughing, the doctors come in or whatever. Yeah, to assist them, yeah. They just got them for their secrecy instead of their medical abilities. But now if you can get the best of the best coming in, mm -hmm. working with each other, we can actually reverse engineer craft better, make it work, figure it out, and advance civilization. Sure, yeah. That's some of these startups get a hold of some of this stuff, you know. The and that's that's the thing. That's what's going to happen eventually anyway, and they, the government knows it, so that's why the, this whole TTSA thing. Well, they're trying to keep it within themselves so they can militarize it. Before, you know, typically it's a military purpose and then the civilian purpose follows up, you know. Space Force. Space Force. So they don't want us to go public because then everybody will have it before they can capitalize on the military's strategic. Well, yeah, then they're, they're of afraid it. of other governments Strategery. using it too. But at some point, like I, I've always said on the show, it's we're killing each other with drones. It's like, who can build, like, it's like battle bots. It's like, okay, you build a big machine and we, we whacked yours out. So I guess we're the winners. It's like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, how does this work? Like war is kind of useless. What is it good for? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So back to the doc, their program was going, like we said here before, the program was going for years and years, very slow progress. And we said that's because they're shows for secrecy. So the bigot list, the people that work there, we're talking like 400 to 800 people. It fluctuated depending on what was going on. And uh, Thomas Wilson says, I was angry because they defined my authority to be read in with good logical reason. Wouldn't budge. 
I was to immediately drop the matter and let it go. I did not have purview over their project. It didn't fall within my oversight. If I did not follow their suggestion that I would not see the director DIA promotion, get early retirement, lose one or two stars along the way. And they got really incredibly ang angry and it even says livid over this. Now that's what they do is they threaten these yeah. people like, oh, you're not going to do that. We're just going to take away your retirement. Luis Elizondo said the same was, thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll just, you know, you've, you've um, violated your contract. We'll pull all the plugs. Well, that would be the best that they would do. I mean, the worst case scenario, you've got your wife and kids and grandkids on the line, you know? Oh yeah. That's absolutely right. It's not so much your death, but they'll kill people close to you or do yeah. stuff. And then, of course, he's getting angry. He says, I, got, I have, do have relevant regulatory statutory authority over their program. That's my I mean, position. That's the whole point of his position, yeah. So that's why he's getting angry about it. Again, the bigot list, corporate-type scientists, technicians, engineers, scientists, and managers. Oh, this was interesting here. He talked to Gansler in 98 about his June 97 meeting. And he said, UFOs are real. So-called alien abductions, not real. Uh. So that's us abducting our own people. That's a and, popular theory. Yeah, and uh, Greer's touch upon that, that these are basically robots, biological robots or whatever, that uh, they're abducting people to make them scared of the whole alien thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of think there is, that is going on, but I don't think all of them are that way either because some of it's like, some got abducted by the Greys. I think, uh, what was his name? Mark's, uh, I don't want to say it's not Mark Spencer. It's, uh, oh, it, the name escapes me, but I read his book. They were the great, they were Greys. They were abducting him mm -hmm. and having him sit in front of monitors and showing like the planet going to hell because of our choices with environment and, and yeah, political yeah. and societal problems and stuff. So, you know, abduct the head of the UN and show them that, not just some random guy, but anyway. And yeah. who's to say that they're not? Um, a lot of these, like, people are getting abducted and then they forget what happens. Yes. And then it comes back Land to the bits and, and pieces. The whole idea and, is, like, you get acclimated, so you just, you know, start doing it on your own without having to... Oh, like subliminal almost. Yeah. You just start doing that. Mm. That's an interesting way yeah, to do is. that. But actually, that's the that was the last page of the document. I said I highlighted the best things I found on it. It was a quite a long read. I will have it linked in the description. Now, this is quote unquote an official document. Uh, Richard Dolan talked about it. Uh, also, Grant Cameron. Well, I, I can listen to Grant Cameron a lot easier than Richard Dolan. Is something about the way he talks is. Can you scroll to... back up to the top just on the header of it, just so I want to. I want to see what that letterhead was. Oh, the, the letter? That yeah. was a, there we go, yeah. within the document. That was the one addressed to Dr. Eric Davis. Oh, and that was when I talked about what he could. That was yeah. coming from Willard. Yeah, scroll, scroll back up if you don't mind, just for giggles. Warp drive metrics. So people want some evidence. There's some, this is big. This came out again in June. This was released beforehand to Richard Dolan and uh, Grant Cameron. They've had it. They were sitting on it. I know Grant Cameron has sat on it since, like, December. Oh, really? Because they didn't want to release it. Some, like, sometimes people were hoping that they would release it. But 
the thing with them, they're in these positions where they're supposed to be entrusted with information. So they don't want to like throw this out there. Cause then all of a sudden they lose kind of like that uh, confidentiality that people expect. Mm-hmm. So then eventually it was leaked from somewhere else. So then they started talking about it. But the thing is they had, they had this in their possession for some time. So very interesting there. So did you finish up the to the stars uh, unidentified? Did you watch all those episodes? No, are they all up now? Yeah, I watched the first two and then just kind of. So, what's your thoughts so far? Um, off off of the first two, um, I thought that there was a lot of like redundancy in the second one, mm-hmm. a lot of dramatic music, but some interesting, interesting stuff. If you can believe the interviews and the footage and stuff, there there's something going on. I mean, they have. But it's catered to the public for them to... It, it is, but it's also, like, by far, like, the most credible in the sense that they've actually got people... They're claiming it's, you know, a lot of times in the past you'd see these this type of stuff at, oh, this is for entertainment purposes only or whatever. No, they're, they're, they're saying it's not and that they were bringing you the truth and have some pretty compelling interviews from alleged, you know... Uh, Eyewitnesses and stuff. Pilots, yeah. actually. Pilots, yeah. So they should know their stuff. Right. One thing that was interesting, it was towards the, I think it was actually the last episode, actually, the number six. They were talking to Italy, and this is where I got concerned because they were shooting at these UFOs. They said they said this UFO shot this helicopter, but they could still land it. Okay. It just, it was not enough for them to keep it up in the air. They landed it safely as far as I knew. But... The whole deal was they were shooting back at it. They were saying that when, when uh, they use their weapons is when they're actually in phase and you can shoot back at them. Oh, sure. Yeah, because they have to like uh, manifest in a physical form to yeah. fire their weapons. Yep. But it's like if they have this advanced technology, they're shooting at us. We should already all be dead. I mean, if they want to truly yeah. kill us, you're right. It's crazy. But uh, that was just a big thing for me. And I was like, Come on. And then they still want to push this evil alien card on this, all this. You know, what's interesting. You know, um, I, I looked up warp drive uh, metrics in Las Vegas. And uh, in 2004, they had a taxpayer-funded study on teleportation, which is also interesting because just yesterday, day before, I read that, and I believe it was China, was able to successfully teleport a photon from Earth to a satellite in space. Oh, I think I did read that a while yeah, ago. Yeah, so... Yeah. It, that's interesting. Warp drive metrics. It's there. Everybody says this stuff ain't possible, but slowly but surely, it's all happening. Slowly but surely, it's all happening. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, with that, the interesting document. Like I said, this will be in the description if you care to read it yourself. The 16 pages, it's all there. Uh, this is kind of the proof people are looking for. So. What's the next step? I think this is actually part of the Disclosure Initiative. Looks good, Dan. Looks good. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, and Dan Holfeld, Pete Hallblive, we'll see you for another episode later.